91.5 Kennedy Thibodeau. This is DJ Phoenix here with a new episode of Nerd Hour. And I know it's been a long time since the last episode, but I just felt like there wasn't that much stuff to talk about, really. Because everything just seemed to slow down after a little while, like a month or so back, I want to believe. I just haven't really found anything to to speak about other than like small like little trailers that have popped up here and there but for today's episode is actually going to be a a bit of a majority of it's going to be a movie review because i went to go see uh the new black adam movie so that's what's going to take on most of today's show along with a little bit of other stuff here and there so without further ado let's get started with my review for Black Adam. Spoilers, spoiler alert for any of those that haven't seen it yet, and I want to and want to see it anytime soon. This is your final warning. All right, so to begin with, to begin with my review for it, I'd say it, what everyone else would be saying on like social media and everything that it is a very, you know middle of the barrel movie what i mean by that it's like it's not good but it's not bad either it's really just in the middle and i keep saying this to everyone that i give the review to that when you watch enough superhero movies with everything that the mcu has given and with what dc is trying to do after you've watched a lot of those kind of movies everything's just becomes sort of predictable if you could catch what i mean because like there's the, cause things that I found out like something that I always te- I tend to see in superhero movies is that in the and this more recently than anything that the uh, there's always some kid in there that gives like well not not a kid but there's always like the obligatory like motivational speech to fight off the bad guys army in the in the end in the third act and that really be like i said becomes predictable it happened again and it's just just normal people up against a supernatural being that and they somehow like fend off for themselves i, I find that a bit weird and like in this movie i'm surprised that there wasn't no i've never mind i was about to say that i'm surprised that there wasn't no like big like character death that like motivated the people to fight even more but then i remembered something that happened so and i'll get to that later but to start off the sort of backstory that they always have in these movies for black for black adam it was it was a typical backstory that you could probably think of um uh main characters like family and everything is is under control doesn't like have anything to it has like a special resource that the enemy is trying to take and there's a, only one like specific person could be there to stop a to or stop their the evil person's like control over them and like bring up a, a revolution like i said it happened and it, i was surprised and i was surprised at first because like that from the way the trailers have made it, it, it was supposed to it's supposed to say like the rock, like 
the rock's um, son was supposed to die before like anything happened. But in the but watching the movie, I s- it really uh, watching the movie it sort of changed my view a little bit. With saying like the son actually got uh, Black Adam's powers, or not really the son like supposed to think that uh, the Rock is the son first is the son from the trailers first. I was I thought that was a bit weird and confusing, and that's something that's something I want to bring up with. Dirt throughout the movie, you'll you'll keep on you'll keep going back and forth saying like oh my like I am the I am like these, this town's hero or whatever. Then it says like, no, you're, you're this town's like, so you're this town's destruction or whatever. Then it goes to like, oh, it wasn't actually me. It was my son, but he gave the powers to me. And it's like, that I felt like they needed to like stick with one thing really instead of like juggling these things all around because it feels like it was like a few different plot points all mixed into one. And it wasn't really much to like. Not, and they couldn't like really focus, and think of which one to go with. So they just went with all three at just different points in the movies. Um. Anyway. And there, then we cut to like present day. And something that I found predictable was like when they showed, when they were showing like the main like, you know, postmodern the the family that sort of helps the superhero and something I could say about this is that uh, you could really see sort of like the sort of how the resemblance of of Black Adam and Shazam because yes they sort of have like similar powers they say the same words and everything but what I mean by that is like in the Shazam movie when I haven't seen it but when the guy got his powers and became and started like fighting crime there was this like kid with him that's sort of like hey you let's write down your stuff and see what you could do you could do this you could do that blah 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 blah. and black adam the same thing happens this kid that's has a fascination with superheroes found out like the like their protector of sorts could, could help them and like be and be famous and everything my problem is that, like, like I said, it copies that. But one thing that me and a bunch of other people on the internet can say is that that kid is annoying. I forget his name because I really don't want to remember it. That and I don't remember it. But the way that he was going off when Black Island was first, like, re- reawakened and everything is that... um. Was that he kept on like saying like you could do this you could do that for you could be famous or whatever it's like it feels like you're trying to get off of his um popularity and become famous yourself and I found that annoying because he and just seems to put himself in every scenario that there was and his mom his mom was all right because she was trying to at least look out for him and stay out of like the line of sight line of fire and everything but. No, the kid was just too, like, he just kept trying to go for it. And, and like, I found that annoying. I'm not sure if anyone else in the theater that I watched it with found it annoying. But to me, it was, like, really jarring and really in your face saying, like, hey, 
supposed to like hey this is remember reference shazam whatever but um also with the family it really shows you like it really doesn't try to hide like who was like the bad guy in that scenario because first of all if they go to this cave and everything to try to find this ancient relic that supposedly had their people in the past like in like taking control over to try to find that try to find that stuff so they're in this cave and they're and it's three of them that goes in and one is like their getaway driver which is a big man that's really more jokes and everything so when they go in, when the three people go into the cave uh one of them is missing it's like where is he he's like i don't know he got he didn't like tight spaces i was like ah so he's the enemy at this point then later on it cut it cuts to it cuts to another shot in the cave and it's like the guy that they thought was that was outside because they said it was he was claustrophobic or whatever he's like where's guy number three or whatever it's just like i don't know he had to go out turns out he he was like caught and like gunned down or whatever so and i found that really predictable and i was just like oh wow he's going to be the bad guy later on i was like all right let's see what else happens so later later on they find this ancient relic they try to hide it but then they're caught and everything and it's like in my last moment of desperation, I'm going to call out to this hero that may or may not actually help. Turns out he does help, but not for them, really. And so on and so forth. Get away. And that's... Then we're sort of introduced to, like, the... Uh, to this thing called the Justice Society. I'm not that big into DC, so I wouldn't know what the Justice Society is, really. But I feel like it's sort of like a off their justice league or whatever but what i'd have to say is like i found i found the first two characters interesting uh i'm not sure like like i know one of them is dr fate and i forget the other guy the one with the falcon wings but i found their like characters more interesting really because they had a bit more to offer and they were because they knew each other, they sort of like played off of each other. But the other two, I just didn't really. They were all right, but it's clear that they were just for comedy purposes, really. Because one character that's in there is called Adam Smasher, but I'm pretty sure in the actual DC comics he's just called the like Adam or whatever. But turns out that because the Adam Smasher in, in this movie. He is the nephew to the previous one, actually, and and it keeps on saying like, and the his uncle, the previous Adam Smashers, kept saying like, "Don't smash this! Don't like ruin the suit or whatever." It's a it's vintage and it's an antique. I was just like, well, he's just there to be like the the goofball at that point because he just seemed to because every time he like did something in the movie well not every time but most of the time he just seems to be clumsy just because like hey he's big he could and like he's big really and that's it but um and the other girl 91.5 can't you tip it and welcome back from our little break that well 
more like abrupt break that I had to take. But before I went to said break, I was talk, giving my little review for Black Adam, and I was on like the, pretty sure I was on the Justice Society portion of it. And I think I talked about uh, Doctor F- Doctor Fate, the um, the one with wings. I can't remember Adam Smasher. I think I only talked about those three. The last one, I think, I think her name's like Storm Chaser, but she was all right, really. Sort of like a vague love interest for Ad- the new Adam Smasher or whatever. Because, well, sort of like the brains bronze type deal, now that I think about it. It's very obvious, really. So, um... Another thing that I could say about her is that whenever she's fighting and she's like, she had, I've noticed this quite a bit. I was all right with it for the first few times, but every other time after that, sort of just got a bit stale. What I'm talking about is like whenever she likes, whenever she launches wind at, at her enemies, she always has this slow motion effect. I was like, all right, probably showing off her power at first, but sort of like every other time that happens, I just found it really annoying because, like, why is it really just her and no one else, really? So, I feel like that when I saw that, I don't know, I, I was getting, like, the Zendaya treatment went for Dune because it seemed like, from what I heard, it really just focused in on... um in doing really focusing on Zendaya and I felt like they were trying to do the same here with um, Black Adam and Storm Chase I'm pretty sure her name is but other than that the it's real for the Justice Society it's really just Dr. Fate and the other guy I'm trying to look remember what his name is I'll I'll look him up real quick um but it's those two that really, uh, like, had more of an emotional impact for me. Not emotional impact, but more of an impact on me in the in that little group than the other two. Uh, oh, it's Doctor Fate and Hawkman that were the um, more shining. Do I can I never just get were the more interesting duo in the Justice Society than Adam Smasher and Cyclone as it as it is. Cause while Adam Smasher and Cyclone were nice, they were they really didn't have much to offer. Cause it really fo- it seemed more focused on the dynamic between Hawkman and Doctor Fate. Which mind you Doc I'd have to say Doctor Fate was the uh, best character in the movie because he seems to get he seems to have more like uh, I'm not I wouldn't say character development I would say say more character depth really because he's yeah it seemed like that mentor kind of thing but you it was really sort of like that he's really trying I describe him as a Dr. Ugu not Dr. Uguay, I'm Master Uguay from Kung Fu Panda, always trying to help others, really. Because he was helping Hawkman, like, seeing, like, 
hey, you might die unless you, if you keep going with how things are going. And when it, when he tried out Black Adam, he was more peaceful than Hawkman. Because I'll be honest, Hawkman really was just like, fight first, ask questions later. Even though he's trying to say, even though he's trying to like st- try telling that to Black Adam, and I was just like, you're really being a hypocrite right now. Because he kept trying to, kept trying to just like, a apprehend the situation, and then like ask questions later. But, like, of course they fight a lot, and let's, and like when they when Black Adam and the Justice Society get fight for the first time, it's really more so like Hawkman, than. Hawkman versus Black Adam, then the entire group versus Black Adam, because, because uh, let's see, uh, Adam Smasher is like when he drops down, he's immediately lost, and like just keeps and like grows to giant proportions, and sort of just messes up the city that he's in, like nearly crush, nearly crushing people, crushing cars, and everything. Cyclone is just. Cyclone just creates a bunch of wind and a tornado and everything. Doctor Fate is sort of more on the sidelines, really. He's sort—he's really more like the um, support character to Hawkman as he fights, because Doc Doctor Fate creates more illusions and everything. He was sort—I'd have to say it's, but I'd have to say it's Hawkman with Doctor Fate as his backup. Versus Black Adam than the than the others, be, which was I felt that was underwhelming really, because they've like talked about this group and could be even though like Cyclone and Adam Smash are, are like new to this and everything, but I feel like they could have done a lot more and a lot more together really than just by themselves because. Like I said, Cyclone and Adam, and Adam Smasher is just like that new like love couple because I'm pretty sure they couldn't have done it with um the the mom that found Black Adam and Black Adam himself because that would have just been a bit weird, really. But um, going off, like going off, we find that the person at um this character named Ishmael in the movie. Who we thought was supposed to die in the cave when uh, Black Adam was first awakened. Turns out he's alive and he's working with the enemy. And I was like, okay, so that there's that. He turns up and like kidnaps the kid that everyone thought was annoying. So now now we have a new problem because of course there is. There always seems to be like a new problem every other way. And um, when they went, when they go and try to find the kid and Ishmael, turns out that Ishmael gets what he wants, which was the relic that was supposed to be his ancestors, and he's the very like last descendant of it. And I feel like that there was like he would gotten powers, and there would have been the fight right there. It turns out he like it like stops right before it actually happens. And I was like. Oh wow, that was fast. I thought there would have been like a bit more of a fight than anything. 
But, and, like, after that, Black Adam gets put in his, like, special, like, prison or whatever. And, like, that's the end of the story. Or so I thought, but turns out, like, he gets, like, revived with sort of, like, devil powers, really. And tries to take over the, um, the town that they're in. And I was like, alright, so, now not only do we need, like, a motive then parts of the um pr- parts of the uh, motivational speech came up as i was talking earlier where it was um motivational speech for the main character to get up and fight once more and then a motivational speech for the uh normal human crowd against the uh supernatural forces which had happened and like and i was surprised that um in the movie I'm surprised at one part because in the movie it keeps on hinting that Hawkman is going to die because it keeps getting because Doctor Fate kept getting like visions of the future and seeing what would happen. And um, turns out like it's Doctor Fate who actually dies, and it like I felt like that was a bit more um, heartfelt than anything because it was like actually like I'd say it was actually unexpected to me sort of because he kept saying like you can't really change fate all that much with like it's fate written in destiny or whatever but when he actually went there I was a I I wasn't I wasn't totally surprised but I was a bit surprised at what happened but um yeah so long story short uh black adam and the justice society defeat the evildoers he stays black adam stays in the city and like and he's his protector and the justice society leaves a happy ending then um the post credit scene happened where it's uh, amanda waller talking to uh, black adam like the trailers just shown but then like like he destroys the drone that she's talking through. Turns out um Superman actually showed up saying like we need to talk. And I saw like the I didn't think about it back then, but I saw like this um this other like movie re- review group that says like that that's like one of the more stereotypical like things to tease for a like sequel or whatever. Saying like this mysterious fit I wouldn't say a serious figure. Like, a new figure comes out from the darkness or whatever and tell, tells, like, our main character saying, like, hey, we need to talk. There's something that's going to happen. And, like, yeah, like, there's something that's going to happen and we need your help or whatever. And it's like, let's talk. Movie ends there. And then not, nothing much afterwards. But... Not going off of that really, but not going off of that much really. I was surprised seeing. Uh, I'm not sure which Superman it is, but I was surprised seeing Superman there because I was like, apparently there were leaks of it saying like that was going to happen, but I didn't read the leaks or anything. So I, I was quite surprised because I didn't think like. I'm not sure, I didn't, well, to be fair, I didn't know what was going to happen in a post-credits scene, but I would, 
I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, but that's really most of what happens in the, that's a long story short version of what happens in the movie. And, but a rating that I would give it, like I said at the beginning of this, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. It was like right in that middle area. I'd have to give it like a 5.5 to a 6.5 rating. So around that area before, like, just because, like, it was just a movie. Well, it was just a superhero movie. So I like cut and dry and everything. Uh, thing, some things that I really liked about it, I liked them. The fights were just fights, really. Yes, sir. Black Adam's just going on, showing how, uh, how strong he is and everything. But the fights weren't all that much to go at. What I really, lo- I really, like I said, I really like Doctor Fate. He was more interesting because, like, I go, like, I keep telling this to my friends. I go to see superhero movies because of the action. That Doctor Fate really stole it for me in this in this one than anything so yeah there's that's my review for black adam but um let's see some other stuff that i could talk about is um oh yeah there the there was a new trailer there are two new trailers from marvel the other day one is ant-man and the ant-man and the wasp quantumania i don't know what to go off of that because I don't really follow Ant-Man that much, like, and with, with it, with stuff being in Phase 4 right now, you don't really know what's gonna happen, really, and what, how everything ties together, but the trailer's out, and it showed, like, them, like, sort of, it's gonna seem to be based on the quantum level of stuff and everything, so, there's that, I'm not sure what else I could say about it, and, um, the other trailer was, like, a holiday themed special for Guardians of the Galaxy where they just land in California and whatever. It's like, eh, they do what they do. But other than that, I don't have, don't think I have that much to talk about. So I'll probably just end it here. So thank you all for listening today. And I know it's been a while since I've done a Nerd Hour uh, show. So. Thank you for wait. If you were waiting for another one, thank you for waiting. I appreciate it. And um, so coming up next, we have Twin Flame by Machine Gun Kelly. I want I want to get better by Bleachers and Sign of the Times by Harry Styles. All here on nine point five KSU Thibodeau, your local alternative.